The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Only a little bit of Advent left. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Sunday, December 17th, 2023, the third Sunday of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Sunday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. In today's gospel, we hear of John the Baptist. He dwelt in the desert like a rock, immovable amid all the waves and tempests of tribulation. We, on the other hand, change according to the time and season. We have to remember God's grace is never lacking. If we're faithful and cooperating with the first grace God gives us, we'll receive many more. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join with Pope Francis in praying that people living with disabilities may be at the center of attention in society and that institutions may offer inclusive programs which value their active participation. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore your profound resonance. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede. Today's readings begin with these beautiful words from the prophet Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good tidings to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. He has anointed me. Now this anointing represents the grace of the Holy Spirit upon Christ, but also upon us all. We are anointed, for example, in baptism and then in confirmation, when we receive an extra gift of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit's blessings pour down upon us. And this ointment of the Spirit is very rich. It's not just a general multi-purpose ointment for everyone, like a family pack. This anointment gives different graces for different vocations and circumstances, and also for different people within the same general vocation. This anointment includes the grace of our specific vocation. For example, the anointing of someone who has the vocation to marriage will be different from the anointing of someone with a religious vocation. But even within marriage, there'll be very different forms of marriage, many different forms. And in this meditation, I want to focus a bit more on the celibate vocation. And I'm thinking of particularly young people listening to this, you my friend. Because if you're young, you should at least think about the celibate vocation. Does God want you to receive that anointing? That wonderful blessing. Sometimes we're very keen to have priests, have religious, 
have celibate people supporting us. I think, for example, those of you linked to Opus Dei, you're very keen to have numeries and associates helping you. We need them. We need their support. And yet, we're very happy for others to be it, but what about ourselves? Could you be that priest? Could you be that religious? Could you be that celibate person? Could you be that numeri? Could you be that assistant numeri? Can you then help to support others in their vocation? Each one of us, in our own specific way, gives good news to the poor. The good news of Jesus Christ. The good news of sanctification in everyday life. This is great news. Everyday life has divine meaning. To the poor. Yes, we must keep on reaching out to the poor and needy. As Pope Francis is very much encouraging us. And he's speaking in God's name. A church that is poor and for the poor. Could we do more to reach out to the poor? And yet at the same time, anyone who doesn't realise the divine meaning of his life is poor. Anyone who does not love Jesus Christ is poor. Through our apostolate, we touch people's lives and hearts. We touch people's grief. We bind up the brokenhearted. There's a lot of sadness out there. Are we helping people in their grief and disappointment? Are we empathetic people? Empathy is an important part of our apostolate. And then liberty to captives. This is particularly through confession. Can we get someone to confession this Advent? Freedom to those in prison. Inviting people to come out of their selfishness, their narrowness, their little world. Maybe we could take someone on a visit to the poor, to someone who's really in need, to help them see beyond their own little materialism and consumerist problems. Help them open their horizons beyond how they look and feel. Their Instagram or TikTok or Facebook group. Who's doing what? Help them to come into the real world of suffering and need. Our apostolate is a work of liberation, of opening horizons. And then, Holy Spirit, through the second reading, you give us these wonderful words of encouragement and joy and happiness. Be happy at all times. Pray constantly. And for all things, give thanks to God. You tell us through St. Paul. This is a whole program for any vocation. Joy, prayer, thanksgiving. And we know that we are living our vocation faithfully to the extent that we are joyful, prayerful and grateful. But let's focus on the Gospel, where we see John the Baptist being challenged by the authorities from Jerusalem. And he answers with a whole series of knots. He's not the Messiah. He's not Elijah. He's not the prophet announced by Moses. The evangelist adds that he was not the light. John then also adds that he is the voice of one in the wilderness. Not the person himself, not Christ himself, just a voice announcing him. So then, not Christ, not Elijah, not the prophet, not the light. And this gives us a few insights into our own vocation, and particularly, I think, into the celibate vocation, but also, for example, to the parents' vocation, because so often parents are not. What matters is the child. Very often mums introduce themselves saying, I am the mum of such and such a person, as if what matters is the person, not the mum. Parents efface themselves in many ways. But that's very particular in a celibate vocation. Blessed Alvaro del Portillo, the great collaborator of St. Jose Maria, and his first successor at the head of Opus Dei, did a lot to promote and defend the lay vocation, particularly through his work in canon law and theology. The previous code of canon law saw lay people as a not. A lay person was a non-cleric. But Blessed Alvaro insisted, and the new code affirms, that we are not a not. A lay person is not a non-cleric. A lay person is someone called to bring Christ by a positive call from God into ordinary, everyday life. And we thank you, God, for this wonderful call that gives such meaning to the lay vocation. And we thank you that the Church is ever more discovering the lay vocation.
And yet those called to celibacy do have to make a few extra sacrifices. They have to be foundation stones for others. Not literally buried underground, but a certain self-bearing, a voluntary burying. Being like the seed in the ground, or like the canvas, which isn't seen so that beautiful paint and scenes and tapestries or whatever can be painted or sewed onto it. It's a wonderful thing to be that canvas so that others can shine forth. We hide ourselves. This is particularly to those who have some discreet work, a celibate work, maybe in an organisation, a work of administration or government, and are not seen, are hidden. This is very holy. And you very much help others to shine out. You hide so that others may shine out for the glory of God. John calls himself a voice in the wilderness. Now, most of you probably are not in literal wildernesses, but the wilderness can also be that place which is not the HQ, which is not the prestigious central place. I think of here in England. It's not London. It's the suburbs. It's some unknown town or some provincial town outside. Very often we can find ourselves in these apparently unimportant places. And yet here too we are truly voices crying out, announcing Jesus. Make a straight way for the Lord. Yes, let's speak to people of sincerity, honesty, making straight what is crooked. For a train to go fast, you have to have a straight line. If it's got lots of twists and turns and curves, it can't go fast. Transport is slowed down. Lord God, we want to go fast towards you. We want the world to go faster towards you. So we have to straighten what is crooked and what is twisted. And there's a lot of crooked, a lot of twisted in our world today. A lot of insincerity, people hiding, people being forced, for example, through the internet, through social media, in all sorts of ways. We want a straight way so the Holy Spirit can reach us more directly. Let's speak to people of honesty and sincerity. And perhaps some people are not honest with themselves and that leads them to dodge the celibate vocation. They invent excuses to get around it. No, let's be honest. If God is calling you to a celibate vocation, be honest and embrace it. No, we're not the light. We want to distract attention from ourselves. We want the humility to be hidden. Christ, you are the sun, only you, and we are your moons. And therefore we need to live a certain detachment. St. Josemir, the founder of Opus Dei, would say that in Opus Dei, we are just as happy to have the task of governing the whole work as a task of closing a window. Whatever we're asked to do in any vocation, it's wonderful. I think of St. Aloysius Gonzaga, a young Jesuit who died in the plague. He came from a really rich, noble family, very prestigious family, important. And yet he renounced all that and he renounced his inheritance to become a Jesuit. And he spent his life helping the poor, serving the poor. He admitted to his confessor, St. Robert Bellamin, that he found the work repulsive. He didn't like all the smells and stinks, but he did it for love of Christ. And eventually he himself died of the plague, giving himself to these people. This man who came from a very prestigious, important family was happy to go into the wilderness, as it were, of serving the sick. It can be difficult, but we need to get the right balance, not to be indifferent to our daily tasks. They matter. We need to put ourselves fully into what we're asked to do with our whole heart, but also detach from it. I thought here the example of skis could help. Wearing skis. When one wears skis, one is fully involved. They are fully involved. They grasp firmly. They take us fast and with all our energy towards our goal but they come off easily without damage. Yes, we need that detachment. We are firmly gripped to what we're doing. We do it well with seriousness, but we're ready to let go easily, particularly if the Lord calls us to something else. Perhaps some of you are in a good profession or a good course of studies, and the Lord might be asking you to let go of that, to embrace a celibate vocation. John was a witness to speak for the light. Our apostolate requires the light of Christ shining in our hearts so that everyone may believe through him. 
Let's give this light of Christ shining from Bethlehem to many these days. We're not the Christ. We're not the prophet. We're the voice in the wilderness. Yes, we're a bit in the wilderness. Again, particularly if you embrace a celibate vocation, you're not going to be fashionable. You're not going to be the latest hot news among the chattering classes. You'll always be considered a bit odd, a bit out of it. Yes, that's beautiful. Thank God for that. I baptize with water, says John. Christ baptizes with the Holy Spirit. We're not worthy to undo his sandal straps. Do we have this humility? Do we know and accept our nothingness? And that humility, again, might lead us to a celibate vocation. We're just water, but Christ gives the Holy Spirit. But we can be good, clear, refreshing water, which Christ takes and uses, and through us gives the Spirit. And how perfectly Our Lady was this fresh, clear water in her humility. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. And of course, you'll find a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's the third Sunday of Advent. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. Come, let Let us us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come, Come, let let us sing to the Lord, and and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. This is our heavenly King. He comes with power and might to save the nations. 
Speak of your splendor and glory. Tell the tale of your wonderful works. This is our heavenly King. He comes with power and might to save the nations. Alleluia. They will speak of your terrible deeds. We count your greatness and might. They will recall your abundant goodness. Age to age shall ring out your justice. This is our heavenly King. He comes with power and might to save the nations. Alleluia. The Lord is kind and full of compassion. Slow to anger, abounding in love. How good is the Lord to all, compassionate to all his creatures. This is our heavenly King. He comes with power and might to save the nations. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. This is our heavenly King. He comes with power and might to save the nations. Alleluia. Daughter of Jerusalem, rejoice and be glad. Your king will come to you. Zion, do not fear. Your Savior hastens on his way. Daughter of Jerusalem, rejoice and be glad. Your king will come to you. Zion, do not fear. Your Savior hastens on his way. All your creatures shall thank you, O Lord, and your friends shall repeat their blessing. They shall speak of the glory of your reign and declare your might, O God. 
to make known to men your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your reign. Yours is an everlasting kingdom. Your rule lasts from age to age. Daughter of Jerusalem, rejoice and be glad. Your king will come to you. Zion, do not fear. Your Savior hastens on his way. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Daughter of Jerusalem, rejoice and be glad. Your King will come to you. Zion, do not fear. Your Savior hastens on his way. Let us cleanse our hearts for the coming of our great King, that we may be ready to welcome him. He is coming and will not delay. Let us cleanse our hearts for the coming of our great King, that we may be ready to welcome him. He is coming and will not delay. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. The Lord supports all who fall and raises all who are bowed down. Let us cleanse our hearts for the coming of our great King, that we may be ready to welcome him. He is coming and will not delay. The eyes of all creatures look to you, and you give them their food in due time. You open wide your hand, grant the desires of all who live. Let us cleanse our hearts for the coming of our great King, that we may be ready to welcome him. He is coming and will not delay. The Lord is just in all his ways and loving in all his deeds. He is close to all who call him, who call on him from their hearts. Let us cleanse our hearts for the coming of our great King, that we may be ready to welcome him. He is coming and will not delay. He grants the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and he saves them. The Lord protects all who love him, but the wicked he will utterly destroy. Let us cleanse our hearts for the coming of our great King, that we may be ready to welcome him. He is coming and will not delay. Let me speak the praise of the Lord. Let all mankind bless his holy name forever, for ages unending. Let us cleanse our hearts for the coming of our great King, that we may be ready to welcome him. He is coming and will not delay. 
Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, be near to all who call upon you in truth and increase the dedication of those who revere you. Hear their prayers and save them, that they may always love you and praise your holy name. Let us cleanse our hearts for the coming of our great King, that we may be ready to welcome him. He is coming and will not delay. The Lord proclaims his word to Jacob, his laws and decrees to Israel. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord to his anointed Cyrus, whose right hand I grasp, subduing nations before him and making kings run in his service, opening doors before him and leaving the gates unbarred. I will go before you and level the mountains. Bronze doors I will shatter and iron bars I will snap. I will give you treasures out of the darkness and riches that have been hidden away that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. For the sake of Jacob, my servant, of Israel, my chosen one, I have called you by your name, giving you a title, though you knew me not. I am the Lord, and there is no other. There is no God besides me. It is I who arm you, though you knew me not, so that toward the rising and the setting of the sun men may know that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, there is no other. I form the light and create the darkness. I make well-being and create woe. I, the Lord, do all these things. Let justice descend, O heavens, like dew from above, like gentle rain, let the skies drop it down, let the earth open and salvation bud forth, let justice also spring up. I, the Lord, have created this. Woe to him who contends with his Maker, a potsherd among potsherds of the earth, Dare the clay say to its molder, What are you doing? Or, what, are you make, what you are making has no hands. Woe to him who asks a father, What are you begetting? Or a woman, What are you giving birth to? Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, his Maker. You question me about my children or prescribe the work of my hands for me? It was I who made the earth and created mankind upon it. It was my hands that stretched out the heavens. I gave the order to all their host. It was I who stirred up one for the triumph of justice. All his ways I make level. He shall rebuild my city 
and let my exiles go free without price or ransom, says the Lord of hosts. The Word of the Lord. Let the heavens drop down gentle showers. Let the clouds rain down the just one. And And let let the the earth bring forth a Savior. Lord, send the Lamb, the ruler of the earth, from the rock in the desert to the mountain of the daughter of Zion. And And let let the the earth bring bring forth a Savior. The second reading from a letter by St. Leo the Great, Pope. To speak of our Lord, the Son of the Blessed Virgin Mary, as true and perfect man is of no value to us if we do not believe that he is descended from the line of ancestors set out in the Gospel. Matthew's Gospel begins by setting out the genealogy of Jesus Christ, son of David, son of Abraham, and then traces his human descent by bringing his ancestral line down to his mother's husband, Joseph. On the other hand, Luke traces his parentage backwards, step by step, to the actual father of mankind, to show that both the first and the last Adam share the same nature. No doubt the Son of God in his omnipotence could have taught and sanctified men by appearing to them in a semblance of human form as he did to the patriarchs and prophets when, for instance, he engaged in a wrestling contest or entered into conversation with them or when he accepted their hospitality and even ate the food they set before him. But these appearances were only types signs that mysteriously foretold the coming of one who would take a human, a true human nature from the stock of the patriarchs who had gone before him. No mere figure, then, fulfilled the mystery of our reconciliation with God ordained from all eternity. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon the Virgin, nor had the power of the Most High overshadowed her, so that within her spotless womb, wisdom might build itself a house and the Word become flesh. The divine nature and the nature of a servant were to be united in one person so that the Creator of time might be born in time and He through whom all things were made might be brought forth in their midst. For unless the new man, by being made in the likeness of sinful humanity, had taken on himself the nature of our first parents, unless he had stooped to be one in substance with his mother while sharing the father's substance and being alone, free from sin, united our nature to his, the whole human race would still be held captive under the dominion of Satan. The conqueror's victory would have profited us nothing if the battle had been fought outside our human condition. But through this wonderful blending, the mystery of new birth shone upon us, 
so that through the same Spirit by whom Christ was conceived and brought forth, we too might be born again in a spiritual birth. And in consequence, the evangelist declares the faithful to have been born not of blood, nor of the desire of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Behold, the root of Jesse will come down to save the people. The nations will entreat him. And his name will be held in reverence. The Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And his name will be held in reverence. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold. 
hold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy. For we place our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. And we shall never hope in vain. Let us pray. O God, who see how your people faithfully await the feast of the Lord's nativity, enable us, we pray, to attain the joys of so great a salvation and to celebrate them always with solemn worship and glad rejoicing. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. On the third Sunday of Advent, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we wonder, who is this guy John the Baptist anyway? Well, the priests and the Levites ask the questions, and John gives the answer. It's from the first chapter of the Gospel of John. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came for testimony to bear witness to the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light. And this is the testimony of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed. He did not deny, but confessed. I am not the Christ. What then? Are you Elijah? I am not Are you the prophet? No. Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. Then why are you baptizing, if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? I baptize with water. But among you stands one whom you do not know, even he who comes after me, the thong of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. This took place in Bethany, beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group Daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Let's keep right on praying. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord is coming without delay. He will reveal things kept hidden and show himself to all nations. Alleluia. The Lord. 
Lord is coming without delay. He will reveal things kept hidden and show himself to all nations. Alleluia. The Lord is king with majesty enrobed. The Lord has robed himself with might. He has girded himself with power. The Lord is coming without delay. He will reveal things kept hidden and show himself to all nations. Alleluia. The world you made firm not to be moved. Your throne has stood firm from of old. From all eternity, O Lord, you are. The Lord is coming without delay. He will reveal things kept hidden and show himself to all nations. Alleluia. The waters have lifted up, O Lord. The waters have lifted up their voice. The waters have lifted up their thunder. The Lord is coming without delay. He will reveal things kept hidden and show himself to all nations. Alleluia. Greater than the roar of mighty waters, more glorious than the surgings of the sea, the Lord is glorious on high. The Lord is coming without delay. He will reveal things kept hidden and show himself to all nations. Alleluia. Truly your decrees are to be trusted. Holiness is fitting to your house, O Lord, until the end of time. The Lord is coming without delay. He will reveal things kept hidden and show himself to all nations. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All power and all authority in heaven and on earth have been given to you, Lord Jesus. You rule with decrees that are firm and trustworthy. Be with us always, so that we may make disciples whose holiness will be worthy of your house. The Lord is coming without delay. He will reveal things kept hidden and show himself to all nations. Alleluia.
Mountains and hills shall be level, crooked path straight, rough way smooth. Come, Lord, do not delay. Alleluia. Mountains and hills shall be level, crooked path straight, rough way smooth. Come, Lord, do not delay. Alleluia. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Mountains and hills shall be level, crooked path straight, rough way smooth. Come, Lord, do not delay. Alleluia. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightning and oops, lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Mountains and hills shall be level, crooked path straight, rough way smooth. Come, Lord, do not delay. Alleluia. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth bless the Lord. You springs bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. Mountains and hills shall be level, crooked path straight, rough way smooth. Come, Lord, do not delay. Alleluia. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy man of humble heart, bless the Lord. Ananiah, Azariah, 
Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills shall be level, crooked paths straight, rough ways smooth. Come, Lord, do not delay. Alleluia. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. Mountains and hills shall be level, crooked paths straight, rough way smooth. Come, Lord, do not delay. Alleluia. I shall enfold Zion with my salvation, and shed my glory around Jerusalem. Alleluia! I shall enfold Zion with my salvation, and shed my glory around Jerusalem. Alleluia! Praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights, praise him all his angels, praise him all his host. I shall enfold Zion with my salvation, and shed my glory around Jerusalem. Alleluia! Praise him, sun and moon. Praise Him, shining stars. Praise Him, highest heavens and the waters above the heavens. I shall enfold Zion with my salvation and shed my glory around Jerusalem. Alleluia. Let them praise the name of the Lord. He commanded, they were made. He fixed them forever, gave a law which shall not pass away. I shall enfold Zion with my salvation and shed my glory around Jerusalem. Alleluia. Praise the Lord from the earth sea creatures and all oceans, fire and hail, snow and mist, stormy winds that obey his word, all mountains and hills, all fruit trees and cedars, beasts wild and tame, reptiles and birds on the wing, all earth's kings and peoples, Earth's princes and rulers, young men and maidens, old men together with children. I shall enfold Zion with my salvation and shed my glory around Jerusalem. Alleluia. 
Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he alone is exalted. The splendor of his name reaches beyond heaven and earth. I shall enfold Zion with my salvation, and shed my glory around Jerusalem. Alleluia. He exalts the strength of his people. He is the praise of all his saints, of the sons of Israel, of the people to whom he comes close. I shall enfold Zion with my salvation and shed my glory around Jerusalem. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, extolled in the heights by angelic powers, you are also praised by all earth's creatures, each in its own way. With all the splendor of heavenly worship, you still delight in such tokens of love as earth can offer. May heaven and earth together acclaim you as king. May the praise that is sung in heaven resound in the heart of every creature on earth. I shall enfold Zion with my salvation and shed my glory around Jerusalem. Alleluia. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. It is now the hour for you to wake from sleep, for our salvation is closer than when we first accepted the faith. The night is far spent. The day draws near. Let us cast off deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Christ, Christ, Son Son of the living God, God, have have mercy mercy on us. You are the one who is to come. Have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Believe me, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you solemnly, your Savior will not delay his coming. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, 
for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Believe me, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you solemnly, your Savior will not delay his coming. Let us pray to God our Father, who from of old has called his people to salvation. Lord, protect your people. You promised to plant the seed of justice among your people. Protect the holiness of your church. Lord, protect your people. Lord, teach all men and women to listen to your word. And help believers to persevere in holiness. Lord, protect your people. Keep us in the love of your Spirit, that we may receive the mercy of your Son, who is to come. Lord, protect your people. Father most merciful, strengthen us to the last. Until the day of the coming of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Lord, protect your people. To these prayers, we pause to add the intercessions of our own hearts. Lord, protect your people. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And And forgive us our trespasses, trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who see how your people faithfully await the feast of the Lord's Nativity, enable us, we pray, to attain the joys of so great a salvation, and to celebrate them always with solemn worship and glad rejoicing. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. The time has arrived. If you haven't been there already today, get to Mass. Receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Sunday edition of Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relic of Radio app. You go out, make this a great and holy day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. 
Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.